0: Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome everybody. Huge thank you to Brenda and Chris. That was quite special. Don't you think? Oh. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Do you do you have CDs or a website or yeah, Brenda does, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Under Brenda McMorrow? Yeah. Okay, alright. So if you want to hear more, go online. <laughs> <laughs> take it from there. Thank you, Brenda. Don't move your body, but check in to see if it's relaxed. Your body relaxed and your mind alert. So often when the body's relaxed, it's like,
1: ah,
0: and you're going to la la with your mind. But we need your mind alert. Or there needs to be an alertness so that you can see what's going on. Just an alertness. So that whatever the mind is doing, there is detachment from it. Body relax and an alertness within. The mind plays all kinds of tricks. It does crazy stuff. And it's not a problem unless you fall for it. Unless it's using you. But the mind is a tool for you to use. For you as the absolute. you as everything, nothing, God, to use. That's what the mind is for. It's a tool for you to use, like the body is a tool for you to use. So it's totally, as we say in Ireland, arseways (laughs) if you are obedient to your mind. that will create suffering. There's no doubt about it. Alertness. Detached from your mind. Let the mind bow down to you and serve you. The capital Y, you. Whatever that is. Any name will do, but no name is accurate. Would you like to pick a chair? Just
1: waiting
0: for somebody. Waiting on somebody. Yes. Sure. Hi there. They're kind of scattered around the place. There's one here, sofa there, and chair there. So is there any part of your life where your mind is playing you like a puppet, where your mind is saying something, and you're in there, it has you, that's real, that's the work we've got to do. For some it's around belief systems, for some value systems, for some emotional pain, old traumas. The mind will use anything as material. To convince you that, whoa, this story. And then you're a slave of it. A slave to it. But only you can have the integrity to spot these games. Only you. You can get help from others to to shine a light on these blind spots. But it's about your own willingness. Your own willingness to be so thorough. To be so honest with yourself. That no matter what, you will not be a slave to your mind, to whatever story it's running. That decision is for you to make. It's not going to just miraculously happen. In every moment, there's an option. Does your mind have you, and is it running the show, and you're obedient to it? Or is there you that is beyond all of it and the mind is a tool to help you to function you pick it up you use it, you set it down which is it? which is it? like right now which is it? because otherwise we've got to go into concepts, right now because it's only now you're either free now or you're being a slave to your mind now, the rest of it is just BS so right now is there an alertness? Is there something relaxed? And can the mind function? But without you being in the story about I need to get something, need to feel something, need to it needs to be different how it is now. This is a story. There is no checklist for what? you know, seeing the truth, reality is that there's no checklist, really. There isn't. General set of pointers and everybody's version of it, how it, you know, functions, rolls out in a body-mind. But really, you've got to navigate this territory yourself. And you can do it. It takes infinitely more energy to be a slave of your thoughts than to be watching the mind. It's infinitely more exhausting to be caught up in your story. So in that alertness, for some it feels spacious. For some, the mind tries to create the alertness so that mind is watching mind. If that's happening, you recognize it because the mind will say, Oh, this is easy, I have it. That's great. Oh, God, there must be more. <laughs> Couldn't be that easy. <laughs> Do you know that dialogue? <laughs> the alertness watches those thoughts and doesn't by them either. And it's not a contracted alertness, that's why the relaxedness must be there. The relaxation must be there. You see? Relaxed and alert.
1: <coughs> For
0: years I thought that it wasn't necessary to. Con- to uh, continue watching the mind, and I was like, nah. because I think mean, there was just no hope of ever believing a thought because it was just too ridiculous altogether. But we know the brain is plastic. We know that it rewires itself. We know that when somebody has a stroke and something, you know, stops working there, that we can build new neurology and have another part of the brain doing exactly the, the same event that was created and destroyed by the stroke, well, destroyed by the stroke. So our, our brain is going to say, hey, you think you're finished with the eye stories? We'll just run it around here. Mm-hmm. So while we have discovered the self-referencing network that most of us use uh, and that is that is what we call it, the ego, you know, identified thought. That whatever thought is running, there is a me in the middle of it. So that's self-referencing. We know that it uses eleven different points in the brain. We also know that the brain is plastic, that it recreates and it will continue a circuitry using another part of the brain. So maybe the wise ones really were wise, that watching the mind must be continuous. For myself, the potential for it to create itself is there, and that's enough. The potential for it to recreate, it's like, yeah, I know enough about the brain to know that it can run that circuit again. For sure it can. But it becomes so natural and authentic to be relaxed and alert. It's not a strain at all. If it's a strain, you've forgotten the relaxed bit. Abiding is relaxed, but it's not a, like a, oh, the part is over, it's great. It's not that, it's that knowing that, that no matter what happens, it makes it's, 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 it's no difference at all. That experiences can run through, but you're not stuck to any of them. That they're all passing, but that there's much more. And in the alertness, you're your bandwidth, your, your vista is very wide. Sometimes the mind will be a tiny little dot and sometimes the volume goes up a bit. But there's always space. Unless it has you and you're a slave to it, there's always space. There's space. So the alertness has a detachment because there's space from the ideas, from your thoughts, or your emotional body, or whatever is stirring up. And even beyond awakening, it's still the same. It's still a relaxed abidance, and and there is an alertness just watching the concept of existence who tr- tried to create something and what happens increasingly as, as a refinement happens I suppose or between awakening and liberation is that an idea will come and no movement comes because of the idea unless it's absolutely about functioning but like I'm hungry so I'm going to make some food but any idea that's beyond basic functioning that comes nothing supports it. Idea comes, and it goes, and you don't do anything about it. You can't act on it. A disconnect, a total disconnect comes, where your actions are free, totally free, just coming from capital Y-U. And there's no need to excuse them by saying, well, it just happened. You can use that language. I don't know why it happened. It's like... Your mind will never know, of course it won't. It's just going to put pictures and stories on anything that you do. That's all it's going to do. It's always going to try and interpret because that's its job. That's its job. But it has to use concepts because they're the tools that it has. Concepts and language and that's how it works. It's just a small facet of what you are that ability to have a mind, to think in terms of concepts. It's just a tiny little part of it. It doesn't deserve all of your attention. It doesn't deserve to take you, to hijack you. It doesn't need to happen at all. So there's no right and wrong in there. How could there be a right and wrong in there? How could there, when the movement comes from a place that doesn't have any reason why, that's not based on a set of concepts about the external world? The movement comes from a place that's way more refined than ideas about what's happening out there, do you see? Everything is motivated from a different place, from a deeper place. Every movement comes from a deeper place. And the mind might try to understand what's happening, might try to play catch-up, and you could easily have the sense of like, I have no clue why I'm doing this, but there's no doubt, but it's, it's it, it has to happen. Do you know that one? Yeah. Let it be like that twenty four seven. And you need the maturity in life in order to be practical, you know? And if the maturity isn't there, it's gonna land you in hot water. Because you need to be able to say, actually You know, there's a pull to go here, but mind then will abuse it and say, actually, you won't be able to pay your mortgage if you go there, what you got to do now? So these games can happen, where the mind will try and, and, you know, play a game and compete against a movement that's coming from another place. And these are the things that make us mature. Really, really getting to know and taste, and the the taste and the smell of your mind. You know? It's very subtle. It plays this game so beautifully, just to keep the me, myself, I alive. Your mind will play at being. The capital Y-U. It'll play at, mm, we're going to do this and we don't know why. And mind has come up with that. It's like, really? Really? So you've got to be able to smell that out. Trial and error is the most uh, efficient way. <laughs> falling, falling down, <clears throat> failing miserably is the best way to get mature it's the best way because that's called living that's embracing it, that's going for all of it that's letting it have you that's not being afraid of anything there's no avoidance in that so there's going to be screw ups there's going to be suffering, there's going to be blind spots embrace it, there's nothing to be avoided this is where the gems are This is where the maturation comes from. So having the desire for all suffering to go, it's like, sure, identified suffering goes, sure. But don't have any conditions on on the truth. Don't have any conditions on it at all. It really is a hands-off. Your mind will try and dictate what the truth should act out like. It will do that too. You don't know how it's supposed to look or how it can look. You don't know. Because that's your mind's version of something that it hasn't got a clue about how it works. I mean, your mind is asleep when the motivation comes from... Pure consciousness, you, you as God, you as the Absolute, you as nothing, whatever word we use. But your mind will imagine that it, that it knows what that looks like and that it understands that. And it's ridiculous really when you think about it. <laughs> Be relaxed. And alert. Nice to be back in Toronto again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's let's see what we can do, what we can do for people or help, or move, or shine a light on.
2: Down here and just pick it up. Um, uh,
0: can I plunk here? Can, yeah, yeah. can the questionnaire yeah. use all that one?
2: Yeah, do you want them to use this or doesn't I? Sh- I don't know. Bit. Let's do that. Alright, let's
0: do that. and see. Alright. Okay, folks. Well. Who, who feels that their body needs to get up and come up here? So watch your mind right now, okay? It's like. Oh, because a little bit of adrenaline will pump. No, it's like oh, it's time for somebody to go up, and there's a little bit of like it could be me. Okay, it's so I don't of to <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's natural. It's like all right, that's that's just the mind interpreting that concept. You know, interpreting, <clears throat> it's interpreting the concept. That's all it's doing. Stay detached from that thought, huh? Stay detached from that thought. That's it in practice. It's moment by moment, by moment, by moment, by moment, by moment. So that passes through. Let's see if a movement comes from a deeper place. It's like, oh no, I'm getting up. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for, you know? That's what I want, you know? It's like, come on, come on, the place looks like... How yeah. we gonna see? on up there. I've not closed. Like see that thought too, and let the walking happen. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> Hi. Hi there. So we we'll just check the body and just pick on the back, let me know.
4: It's please. Okay. So this is my first time. I'm to ask a question. Well, let's see what happens.
0: Okay. Traditionally, yes, yes
4: but okay. Um, So I'm writing a screenplay and I have an opportunity to, what I really want to do is end it with an exposure to non-duality. And um, I want to know how that could be done to general masses in a very in a very edible way, in a way that, you know, anybody could feel it. uh, If you have any reflection on that. So When non-duality is exposed to you, how do you feel it? I don't know if I do. I think everything just disappears and it's as if there was nothing ever before. Um, As a non-event. So I don't know how I can manufacture that, (laughs) replicate that for for a mind, if there's a, a way. So then there can be two things, huh? You
0: said it's about giving people the experience of bringing them to that place, but you'll be replicating it for mind. It's from mind to come up with something that mind can grasp about taking mind beyond mind. Yes. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> okay. you. It's
0: either going to happen or it isn't, because even if you crack it, only those who are open enough are going to get it. So, if you want it to be for the mass public, it's going to have to be entertaining for those who don't get it. If it's written from the place of none of this ever happened, if you're sitting in that place while you're writing, if you're there, then the energy of that portal that you've created will be in it. And those who are ready are going to, oh my God, are going to get it. So in a way, you've got to do two layers. Because it has to have story or otherwise nobody's going to watch it in the first place. We want to be entertained. I mean, look at Donald Trump. It's about entertainment. We want to be entertained. You see? And that's what the movies are about. You know? It's like, I, I often talk about The Matrix, the movie The Matrix. Exactly. It's totally about beyond, 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 you know, and, and the illusion and waking up. And it's totally about enlightenment. That was a success not because it's about enlightenment. It was because it was about, I don't know, special effects or, I don't know. Yeah. You see? Yeah. And And even at satsang, telling people like, Oh my God, so when they, yeah, all the the people that were like embryos in in the water and they were, oh, that's being asleep. And they'd have seen the movie and not seen it. You see? Even when they were so ready, but couldn't join the dots. So it has to be layered that there's this hidden gems in it. Okay. Do you see? I feel it. Yes. So you've got to write from that place of where you can feel it and address the story, and then pepper it. Pop in, pop in sentences that make sense of the story, but are really an invitation, a pointer, a pointer, a pointer, a pointer. Okay. Yeah.
1: Sure, (laughs) sure.
3: Welcome back. Yeah. How are how you yeah? doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Thanks. Great. Um, I'm like a car with an empty tank.
1: Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> um, there's an expression in sports when they run the clock where you get like a minute left and they try to get advantage over the other team and they just wait it out and they win. Not that I'm trying to win over anything or anyone. Yeah. But, um, I just feel like I'm just running out. Um, nothing I do that I did before brings any kind of buzz or, you know,
0: doesn't do it for you. Yeah. There's no
3: kick. It's like, it's gone. And, uh, in the past, There is, I would say, depression, because I know some medical terminology when they say, oh, you're depressed because you don't get the same buzz that you did before. Something's up. And uh, I feel that there was some depression when there was expectation. Yes. That's gone pressure has gone. Everything's gone. <laughs> I just, I feel like I'm just waiting to run it out. Waiting? Like waiting in a, uh, in a traditional sense. Like I, I know in our culture, they think, oh, you can't do that. You got to be busy. You know, ah. you got to be up to something. You got to be doing something. You got to be fulfilling something. And, uh, I just, it's just, just going down a road. It's like kind of like highway hypnosis without a hypnosis.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Does that make any sense? Like, I, like, am I going nuts, or is this an aging process? Yeah. Or
0: no, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. It comes, well, I'm not. But... Yeah, yeah, you're nuts. You have to be. I'm confused. part
3: Irish, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs>
0: lot of people another way of of explaining maybe the same thing I want to see if this makes sense to you if I'm I'm picking it up right Um, it's like life kind of forgets about you do you -hmm. know life moves on and is carrying everybody else and it's like somehow you got off the train yeah
3: yeah Yeah.
0: okay okay that happens a lot of people Um, and it's really to give you a breather so that a refinement can happen, whereby all your attention can be on staying in the wider view, staying in the wider view, because the pull of, of anything, and there's no juice, there's no juice yeah. in anything mm-hmm. anymore. It's like, all right, desire is dying off because you know that if I have to crank up something, nothing, nothing is good enough out there. Nothing is. Actually Everything's good gotten
3: enough. old. It's like an old joke that's told over and over and yes, you know, yeah,
0: yes. And part of that is because, you know, in some spiritual traditions, they'd say, well, you, you, you've had so many lives that you're actually just bored of this freaking place. Mm. You know, that you're like, it's like, it's done. It's just done. Does that make sense? Do you feel old or do you feel it's done?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Okay. All right.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some people, yeah. So, so just, you know... It doesn't matter your belief system, especially the new people, people who haven't sat with me before. It doesn't matter your belief system. It doesn't matter if you do believe in past lives, you don't believe in past lives. None of these stories actually matter. But the ones that make sense to you, you find that your life kind of is informed by them. Because those beliefs would have come your way in order to help you to understand life. So... so, no story or scriptural story is actually true. Not actually true, but it might be true for you to help you to navigate. Okay? So so for some they would feel like really old, like an old, old soul, and it's like, oh my god, I've done this a thousand times. There's absolutely nothing. I'd go to go to any country, I could do anything, and I could just go to Mars on that project. And I wouldn't do it. It wouldn't do it, you see? So some would say. It's because you're an old soul and it's all done. And others, well, it, it, it's just something dying off. It's just desire dying off. So there's space for every belief system, just to put that in. Okay. There is nothing that the outside world can give anybody to make it zing. Yeah. yeah. Unless mind is engaged to identify with it unless mind is in there and the thing that this can give me is better than how I'm feeling right now. And when that is structured, when that's set up, and there's a rejection of what's happening right now, then the outside thing is going to do it for me. Right? So, without the outside thing, what does it feel like? What's your own experience without the outside thing being pulled in to make you feel differently? What does it feel like inside?
3: Without the, you said without the outside.
0: Yeah, because you're not pulled to the outside, to outside things to give you a kick, right? That's your saying. It's nothing is doing it for you. Nothing is giving you a kick. Okay. Yeah, yeah? The best
3: word I could think of is maturity. It's, it's yes. like a weird. Yes. It's like a exactly, exactly. It's like someone standing back in the corner going. Oh, what are you yeah, doing? you've seen. It. <laughs> you've seen. It yeah. 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 yeah.
0: So how does it feel inside?
3: Quiet. That's, if that's the best word I can think of. If that makes sense. Yeah. But quiet sort of implies lack of sound. No. No?
0: No. Is there something absent? Let me ask that.
3: I don't know. Uh-huh. I can't answer that.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> so then maybe sound isn't missing. Or if it is, you don't know anything about it.
3: So quiet in the traditional sense means an absence of sound. No, that th-
0: it's that there's a our language, our language is ju- is dualistic because that's how we, we learned to talk using concepts and all concepts. are. one an opposite, thing or the other? One thing or the other. So if it's quiet, there's an absence of sound because it's not noisy. So so language is going to have the opposite. But when you're talking about quiet. We just got to qualify it and say it's—it's not that it's the opposite of something; it's just quiet. Right? That's what we're looking for—the place of no opposites.
3: When you say mind, I get confused between mind and brain. Is the brain have a a counter? How do I say this? I know in the east they always say mind. Yeah, they do. They always say mind. But obviously, our brain sustains a certain level of consciousness. Yes. Is there something, something else that reflects the brain, like outside of that, like as far as consciousness? Because I,
0: I see the I see the brain as a piece of software to interpret something much bigger. It's like it's it's the it's the interface. It's the, it's the thing that that connects mind with the body. It's the you know it's that centerpiece. You as pure consciousness can be aware of something without the body. Like, I had a career for a couple of years as a ghostbuster, way back. and
3: They're doing a movie about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 and,
0: and I used to talk to spooks who had no brain because they were dead. They didn't even have a body. Yeah. So that was consciousness talking. So, sure, and consciousness can be aware of itself, and there's absolutely no recognition at all of the body. And the brain is in the body. The brain is a physiological part of the body.
3: Because we had talked in the past about how we feel like we make a conscious thought. We do. Yeah. But there is a something happening before we recognize That's right. a conscious thought. That's right. Is that something coming in yes. to the brain? I, I know some scientists talk about it. Coming up through the brain stem and primitive urges and desires and all that stuff. Yeah. Is there a connection between that and not the brain? Is
0: there a connection between that and not the brain?
5: I don't understand
3: what you're saying. Um, okay, I'm, I'm talking about the brain as in like an organic mm. Mm. consciousness. Mm. Is there something outside of, as we understand as organic? Yes. Okay. Yes, the, the, there's a consciousness the, that's inorganic. The, there's a so-called, belief believe, um, is that Lepid? Benjamin Lepid? said there's a 15-second delay? Yes. So we, it, yes. when we, we think we're going gra- to grab something, like grab the bottle, it happened several seconds before? Absolutely. And it's just working itself out, and we recognize and... Yeah, we, we think, oh, pick it up much uh, later. That's a we thought. Just, <laughs> <laughs> but it's happened long before. Yeah. Is that something else?
0: Yeah. So... Depend depends on where we look from. What you're moving towards is seeing that consciousness or something prior to the body is doing all of it. Is doing all of it. And we imagine that we have control. We imagine we free will. We imagine that we can do it. And I even say, look, be relaxed and do this with your attention. Because that's all you can do. That's all you can do there. So, The game is that we imagine we have control. We imagine we have free will. We imagine we have an ability to experience. It's all bullshit. Actually, all of it is. But that's no good when you're suffering because you can't deal with that piece of knowing. You've no place to put it because what's still running there is consciousness is imagining that it has choice. But really it doesn't have choice at all. And that's what, you're, you, that's what you're moving towards. That's what, you're, that's what we're talking about, actually. Yeah, is yeah. that you've, you've copped, oh my God, uh, my body mind is a puppet and I thought I had some autonomy. You don't have a bit of it. But that's no good to an immature mind because they just sit there as a couch potato. Well, consciousness is doing all of it. It's going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's like, well, it's not going to happen, actually. Because right now, the part of the movie that's playing is that you have to exercise the idea that you can choose, that you can Watch your thoughts and you can detach. That's the part of the program that's running now.
3: So, is there a choice before choice?
0: Is there a choice before choice? <laughs> There's a part of you that always feels it has some choice, but pure consciousness overrides it. <clears throat> but the feeling of choice still stays there, but it, you can't follow it through with an action.
3: So, the ego is a control freak?
0: Yeah. You got it. Yeah. It's in the business of control. Twenty-four. The old CD. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's all. It's all about control. Yeah. Minimizing pain, maximizing pleasure. It's all about control.
1: Gotcha. Do you see? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Life will pick you up again, but it's going to take a while year and a half, two years. Enjoy this time. Because there's a consolidation going on, whereby the disengagement of life allows you to reorganize your system so that what's moving through you is the only thing you hear. Because the volume is going down on the world. Oh, there's quiet within," you yeah. said. Also, it's yes. beautiful. Yeah, and the pull isn't there. You know, the emotions aren't screaming for attention. It's like there's just no juice in it.
3: Yeah, I don't know if that's good or bad. Or I just—it's—it's mm-hmm. uh,
0: neither. It's neither. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, neither. It, it's just stopped happening. You know, from a spiritual perspective, it's great. But actually, if you get juice out of it being great, of course, you're back in the story again.
3: Gotcha. So you—you you don't get to enjoy
1: awakening. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. Yeah.
0: You see. So it kind of sucks for the personal eye because it does all this work and then there's no reward. Yeah. You know, but that's all it can do because it has got this dualistic thing. Is, well, isn't okay. that
3: what holds the personal eye up as reward? Or is that what holds sustains yes. the personal eye's reward? Yes.
0: It's always looking for something. Yes. And and of course, you know, in order to bring people out of suffering, there has been an, an, a big fat lie about awakening and enlightenment mm. and it being this fantastic thing, you know, the end of all suffering, uh, it, it's the end of a version of suffering, sure, 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 but, but if, nobody will, will, will go that way, you know, nobody will move towards the truth, when unless there's some carrot, and then the carrot stops and it's all, it's now it's running on its own, it's like, alright, okay. Now you can see through that.
3: The golden gutty. Yeah. <laughs> you see? Yeah, you yeah. see? Yeah. So
0: everything is valid at a different level of it. The whole thing's falling down for you. You know. So it's like, all right, stay detached, stay back from life. Do whatever you need to do to, to feed and clothe yourself and have an okay lifestyle. Just do whatever you need to do. Let functioning happen. Stay fit, stay healthy. Just, you know, be mature about managing the body-mind. And stay inside. See through it all. Continue to let the maturation happen.
3: That's a lot. (laughs) You can do it. Nothing at all. (laughs) all. (laughs) Thank you. Sure.
5: Um, so this is uh, following on he is, the, the, the previous one uh-huh. um, I've been landing in an enormous amount of fullness which feels doesn't have words doesn't have it like rather than an emptiness it feels like a an empty fullness or okay yeah and. Um, the other thing that's happening is that I'm, it um, feels like I'm losing my mind, or I'm losing my memory. <coughs> I, okay. I can't, like if you asked me what happened last week, I'd have to go, okay, let me think, where am I now, um, what was a week ago, oh, that was Easter, did I go to the Easter service? And again, you know, I'd, I have to recreate it okay. again. Um, <coughs> And sometimes if I've thought about doing something, then I can't remember whether I did it or not.
0: If you if you thought well, about doing something.
5: Yeah, so I, I thought about going with somebody to something.
0: Okay, and you don't know if you actually did it or not. Yes, yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's yeah. it's just um Yeah. Yeah.
1: Feels okay. I yeah. but it feels odd. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah.
0: yeah. So the line between the concept manifesting in form, the line is getting blurred because the concept, it, 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 it's already offered the experience.
5: Yes, do you yes, know? yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, and so the distance between that's a thought and then that's the acting out of the thought, it, it's actually, you, you have the essence of it in the thought. You don't need to actually physically do the stuff.
5: And then sometimes it's hard to re- figure out whether. Which, like, which it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's how, that's the, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
5: yeah. Is it a problem? Uh, it, it doesn't seem to be, except if somebody asks me a question about something that happened and I, I, uh, I, I really have to dig for the. Memory or the like, the yeah,
1: um,
5: yeah.
0: And is it okay to dig for it, or to appear as stupid, or having dementia, yeah. or um, yes, yes, okay. Yeah.
5: And and I think I think one of the things because I have in my family there's Alzheimer's and okay, and so I go oh my gosh. But on the other hand, when I'm with something in the moment, it's like I'm precisely there, right, and you know. Whether it's a conceptual or a teaching, or, yes. or something that needs to get figured out, or a dinner party that needs to be done, or whatever, yes. like I'm there with all the details. I just they're gone. They're gone after. They're, yes. Yeah. So, if you just tap into your own inner knowing,
0: is this a symptom of your spiritual work, or is it physiological? Does your inner knowing say
5: about this? So I have a, one answer that comes up and says uh, that belongs to the fear, the yes. the history, and the other answer comes up and and it says it's just it's flying. it's uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. where are those two <laughs> answers coming from? Right. Um, so the answer that everything's fine comes from right now, from what is, like this. And the fear one comes from the story. Comes from the yeah. story,
0: yeah. So which one are you going to stand beside?
5: It it feels more like the the others coming to stand beside me. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like it's just this is what's getting increasingly solid and increasingly. Yes.
0: Yeah. Then when mind comes up with its fear-based stories, have yeah. nothing to yeah. do with it. Nothing to do with it. Do not feed yeah. the limited, skewed up understanding of mind. Now, we'd be saying something very different if the inner knowing was like, if the inner voice said, I should get myself checked out. Then we'd be like, all right then. But
5: it didn't. It didn't. No.
1: no not at all. <laughs>
5: right. right. Still. You see? Yeah.
0: So some, I'm after the part of you that's still investing a little bit. In a mm, little bit of fear there, yeah, and maybe, yeah. and and when I look at things, and we're putting stories together, and we're making a possible conclusion, that's how mind works. That's how it creates drama, story, and identification. Have nothing to do with it. Nothing. Stand more solid in what's standing beside you.
5: It, it's um, it's actually fairly new this uh, this sense of. Uh, fullness, and, and like there's nothing more to get, or there's, that, you know, it's like, it's just, uh, it, it just kind of came on board, and it's like, oh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Stay in that, huh? Because that fullness isn't there if you're running fear around, hmm, hmm, I wonder, is there something wrong with my memory?
1: Hmm. Right,
0: right. That fullness isn't there. There's lack. Right. Of vigilance is needed when we make a shift or when a shift happens really because you know we're working away and we're chiseling away at something or exposing ourselves to this work in whatever shape or form even the willingness is enough sometimes and then we a shift happens and it's like gosh it's just full again today oh that's really lovely you know and it's like a new way of being is starting to integrate. And of course, it, it, it becomes feeling normal and you ever you forget that it felt other than full
5: before, you know? Yeah, and the other thing that's falling away is a, a, an addiction to novels and ah. film or whatever. It's just like, like, yeah. like they're just not interesting anymore. Yes, yes,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So vigilance, because yes. when this happens, yes. the mind will find new tricks
5: to, to engage, mm-hmm. new tricks to to fool you, to get the story going. Yeah, and I can see that. I can feel that thread still there. That's it's not. It's not completely gone. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. So yeah. vigilance is is, right. Is, right.
0: is is needed in this phase.
5: Right.
0: Just have nothing to do with it.
5: So he's going. I think I should go and get myself checked out. Yes. <laughs> yes, of course it will. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's a thought. Great, right, great. Right.
0: So <laughs> that kind of an attitude towards it. Right. right. Like, so don't let your action come from those thoughts, huh? Mm. Your action okay. comes from the fullness. That's good. Your action comes from the fullness. <clears throat> those thinking mind thoughts must be stripped of all power to make you take action. Otherwise you're a servant to those thoughts. You're doing the work of your mind in order to give it validity. That's torture. Because it just makes fear bigger and it sends us off running around the place doing stuff that's completely unnecessary. In order to
5: support this latest thought, it, it's actually interesting to to actually be in the daily things without um, from the fullness. Like, like it's it's really interesting because yes. like there's not particularly thought with it, but things seem to happen yes. and seem to happen actually quite well. Yes, it's it's uh, yes, mind it, is out of the way. Yeah,
0: yes, yeah. there's a flow to life. Until it throws you off on the side for a while, you know, but there's still a flow, but it's just, you know,
5: (laughs) yeah. I'm just pondering the thought of living without the fear. It's, it's very interesting. Do it in the moment. Yeah, yeah. It's in the moment. That's
0: the only place you can break it. Right. Because it, the, having the thought about it, of course, it okay. can
5: entertain <laughs> right. yourself. Right. Thought but yes, but, yeah. but
0: you're actually just yes. entertaining. Oh, that's better than what I have now, you know?
5: Yes, got
0: it. Got so it. we're kind of moving back into La La Land again, or for the mind being right. in control. So it's like, even that, even that. It's it's very tricky. It's very tricky. Yes, that's very why tricky. more vigilance yes. is needed, because yes. at yes. this phase, at this particular phase, it plays new
5: tricks. it's exciting thank you yes it is it is
0: yeah Yeah. thank you yeah it's a lovely phase of the journey yeah yeah Mm mm-hmm
6: didn't want to come up, but my heart was pounding. <laughs> I have to. Uh-huh. Um, I actually have a, my mind prepared <laughs> a list of questions, but um, I'm going to start. The first one is, um, there is no doer of actions. There's no author of thoughts. So who is making a choice at each moment to abide by the self, the capital of self? Yes.
0: Consciousness is doing all of it. Okay. Different statements are true at different phases of maturity. So there is no doer. That's absolutely true from the non-dual perspective. And deeper than that. Actually, no. From the non-dual perspective, there is no doer. Okay? (coughs) Deeper than that. Nothing happens at all, actually. So the the idea of there being, doing even happening is garbage as well. And if you go deeper than that, nothing ever happened at all. There's even no place for any of those thoughts. Okay? So at different points of our seeing, different statements are are true. So there's no author. Yes, that's true at a certain point. But at another point, I am the doer. Or doing happens through me is another point. It shows up in different ways at different times. And, you know, there's an awful lot of non-dual material out there and it's really useful for bringing people to that place. But to apply the theories of non-duality when the I is still there Mm
1: -hmm.
0: doesn't work. It's kind of a nice place for the mind to hang out or it can think that it's got something nice but it doesn't quite work it just gives you a holiday but it doesn't really break down the idea that well actually I feel guilty about doing that so I must have done it because I feel guilty about it or, you know, or I feel betrayed because that shouldn't have happened to me well there's no doer, it's like that's not going to heal the pain
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's not going to heal the pain so it's about being very authentic and real with yourself it's like okay some part of me knows there's no doer but right now it feels like so and so did that to me and I don't like it.
6: So now where's my theory now? Do you see? Yes. Um then that leads to my next question <laughs> is that the voluntary happening and the involuntary happening, they both seem to be real. It's like yes. two sides of the same coin. Yes. Of course, beyond the, the coin there is nothingness. Yes. But the question, actually, quite practical is how to exist Is <laughs> in a day-to-day life. Yes. Um, because I feel like if I, like you were talking about um, um, work hard on, not work hard, what, what's the word you use? sorry? Uh, vigilance. Vigilance. For, for the last lady? Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, to be vigilant, yes. Yes, that's where I struggle the most is that when I try to be vigilant, I'm not free. I'm trying to change my current state to be a different state. Mm -hmm. And that is exactly my bondage. I feel (coughs) feel like I'm present. But then if I sort of consciously choose, just watch myself, no matter how miserable I am, I feel peace. So I I wanted to see your take on it. It's just to watch myself uh, like a choiceless watcher, or I actually be vigilant, to truly, <clears> at <throat> any moment, choose. Okay,
0: what, what is consistent in both of those options is you. It's me. Right. Who, who's, and the me is the problem. Right. So they're not actually two options. Because the me is trying to come with you to the place of peace, watching the mind. Right. The me has to be seen through. The me is a concept. The me is created by the mind. The one who's feeling the peace is me, is the problem. So mind is coming with you. When you step into that non-dual space, the identified I is still there. That's the one to find out. Is that real? And what makes that sense of I authentic? How come it's believable? Start investigating that I.
6: I actually understand I is a concept, you know, okay. from mind. And recent, uh, in a recent uh, past, uh, I wanted to see your take on it. It's like all the emotions, like fear, sorrow, or joy, even, um, and also all the thoughts. They are like a sticky screen on reality, and the mind tries to change and control, manipulate, but doesn't really change any reality. Is that true? <laughs> I feel like it's only, it's, it, it's a, a piece on of its own, but then it has nothing to do with reality. But then there is correlation, sort of, but... Which
0: reality? Are we talking about capital R reality? Or are you talking about the reality of strong emotions?
6: Which? No, the reality what's happening. Like no concept, just life as it is.
0: So small R reality, like just life, is it? Um,
6: the life, the, the 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 life here we see in the body and the mind, okay. and the beyond. But the mind has all kinds of activities, the past and the future, and the trying to control and manipulate. Yes. All of those actually have no effect on the reality yes. of what is and the beyond. That's what I okay. feel. And the emotions too. Okay. Like if I fear, but fear doesn't change anything or help anything. Yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's
0: true. But I'm not getting the sense that 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 you know
6: that to be so twenty four seven. No, exactly. That's my. That's why I I I asked the first question is that, um, I under For me, what speaks strongly to me is that. Um, when well, let me share with you, when I was twelve years old. I was thinking about what's going to happen after death. And I was very much scared. I couldn't go any further. But then I I came from uh, China. Uh, I was from a small town, and it's a very busy street with all the fenders and everything. I was walking on the street, and all of a sudden I heard a voice in my mind, I heard a voice in my mind, I don't need my body. Uh, Of course, I was speaking Chinese in my mind, (laughs) and then (laughs) thank you for Chinese, and then boom, I was out of my body. I don't know. I I couldn't. I didn't even know there's such phrase of out of body. I was seeing everything, the whole everything, the street, the building, and everything. Myself still walking, but I'm up somewhere there. But I was not visible. It's like a uh scene without eyeballs there's it's just yes, aware yes, yes yes, uh but then i I got scared, but I, I felt my okay. mind was still uh it was very peaceful that's the feeling I registered I got scared like I, I boom i i back to my body again,, yeah. and it happened twenty years later in a office i I was in a corporate world then um I want to see your your, your take on that. Is uh, is that what consciousness is, or consciousness is
0: all of it, and consciousness is doing all of it? But it gives you a, that experience gives you, which is also consciousness. It gives you and your mind some ability to understand that we are more than the body, we are more than the mind. That there's something actually bigger. Now. I know in neuroscience they can put an electrical impulse into one part of the brain and you'll have an out-of-body experience like that. So mm, we can actually set it up by by, by altering some part of our brain as well. So it's interesting. It's like, gosh, you know, if, is it just physiology then? Or is it consciousness? And it's like, consciousness is doing all of it. Even if it is giving an electrical charge to part of the brain, it's still doing all of that. Right. But what it shows you is, is that the limitations around, oh, I don't even need my body. It's like uh, uh, some evidence came in for you to see, all right, there's, there's more than my body to what I am. There's more to my more than my body. So, so that's a that's a gem, you know, and it's like a little carrot that makes us want more. Mm-hmm. And that's as much that's as far as that goes. That that's you know that's yeah that's an experience along the way, and it helps you and it propels you. But I wouldn't put it on the altar. Okay. okay? I wouldn't give it any status, because oh. every spiritual experience is just another thing to. To, to break the limitations of, of our belief system, of our thinking of how it works, you see so the mind can start recognizing that it's a tiny little portion mm-hmm.
6: you see right. I, I think all my questions come down to one thing is that on my moment by moment existence um, <coughs> should I be vigilant again this is I again <laughs> this, this I, this body and this mind, yes uh-huh. um, to be, to abide by the self. If consciousness is doing everything, let me ask this question another way. Is everything predetermined? Like uh, Ramana Hamashi was saying, everything is predetermined. If everything is predetermined, this moment, if I choose to abide by the self or not, it's predetermined. So I really have no choice. I'm a watcher of all. But, But in theory, you have no choice.
0: Right. But I know from your energy field, you believe you have choice.
6: No, I'm I'm in the middle. That's why I struggle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the middle. I am really in the middle. Uh, so sometimes you believe and sometimes you don't. What's the middle? I really believe that everything is unconscious. This table, yeah. this floor. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have that one.
0: Yeah. Yes. You're, and I, you're, I didn't. You already feel changes when you when you say things that you actually embody. Mm. Right. So you
6: have that
1: one, okay.
6: Uh, I didn't read any non-duality okay. uh, materials at all, okay. it's just my life, I just contemplate, okay. I contemplate on life, that, that, that's right. just what I do. Okay. But somehow it, then I bump into non-dual uh-huh. uh, materials, it speaks to me, yes. that's what I kind of discovered. Yes. Uh, but while that struggle is, I'm feeling I'm caught in a middle where on my day-to-day, uh, I'm truly blessed in my life that I have the freedom to do whatever I want. Yeah. But then that's the problem. <laughs> uh, it's like you were speaking to the former um, uh, the gentleman, you know, I'm gonna sit on the couch and see what conscious is gonna do, <laughs> watch myself, how conscious is gonna activate me, or I actually proactively make a choice to do something. That's, that's my struggle. The only way that the two of those options are still
0: alive is because you haven't seen through the concept that you call I. You haven't completely. You've got glimpses. You've got glimpses, but it hasn't broken down. So the concept of I is in place when you're saying, have I got a choice? It's like when you say that sentence, have I got a choice? Then the I is in place.
6: I understand. Do you see? Yeah. But on my day-to-day day life, mm. I sit on the couch. Um, I watch my mind. Yeah. And uh, oh, let me let me let me just say, um, Krishna Murti, uh, one of his quotes spoke to me. He said, uh, uh, "Freedom is the choice less." Um, awareness of the daily activities and existence, that speaks to me in terms of freedom. Uh, freedom again, freedom from the I. Um, but then, I think probably I'm at God level, I'm still trying to hold on to that I, the personal I. Is consciousness doing everything? Yes, it's doing everything. But why are we so we're in an earlier level where, before consciousness doing everything, we're talking about uh, still the voluntary happening and the involuntary happening. At that level, yes, there's choice. Consciousness plays as though there is
0: choice. And it's either believed or it's not. Okay. And it's believed when there's an I, and it's not believed okay. when you see through it. Okay. So. I can say, I'm choosing to drink some water, pick up my bottle.
6: Right. Right? But in fact, not.
0: But not at all. Right. But I have to use that language, because that's the only language I have. Okay. And I, I'm the only one who needs to know that actually there is a total awareness that the flow of picking up my bottle is my body-mind responding to a move that came from someplace else. And it's my job to maintain vigilance so that nothing comes in to cloud that awareness. Okay. So this body-mind character of Jack, Mm -hmm. it's still her job and will always be her job to stand in integrity, to not fool herself, To, to be brutally self-honest so that there's a knowing that whatever happens is there an awareness in that very moment and only that very moment is there an awareness that the movement that the impotence came from something else someplace else I understand okay so it's like a little bit like a funnel mm-hmm. it's so the wide part of the funnel is where my awareness is The narrow part of the funnel has the jack person that says I. Mm -hmm. And when the I is choosing to stand up, it actually came from the wide part of the funnel. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Do you see? My My awareness is in the wide view. Right. And the only way that the mind can understand it is it might like to think that it chose it in the moment. Right. But but that's the mind just running its own story. That's the only thought. That's the only interpretation that it can have because it hasn't a friggin' clue beyond its own parameters. It hasn't a clue. So the best thing it can do is imagine that it made a choice to stand up. But sure, I know it didn't. I know it didn't. Okay. You see? So, so I can talk from those levels and it's smooth because... I'm resting as pure awareness right as the wider view. So I don't leave the wider view when there's me the mind is imagine it's doing a voluntary action. I don't leave it.
6: The mind can have that thought but there's a knowing that it's a thought. Okay. So the thought still there it's okay. Yes. It's not like it were resisting yes. the thought. It's Not don't resist way, anything. Okay, actually, mm. That's where I struck up. You say don't resist anything. anything. Just be aware of it.
0: Yes, the awareness will happen if you're abiding in the bigger picture. Right. If you're watching. Right. If you're alert and relaxed. Right. Do you see? And the mind will play at the I who's choosing to get up and make a phone call. But it's like you can... You can feel the action before it happens, and then you can feel the mind. It's like the 12 second thing or the 15 second thing. It's like you can kind of, there's a movement, and then the mind puts a story on it, and then it might turn into action. Or, there's a movement, and an action happens, and there was no story. It's one or the other. Mind will either recognise it before it happens and turn it into story, and it needs to sometimes, because it needs to read a red light before it puts the foot on the brake, the car. It really needs it sometimes to, to actually come in before the action, you see? But all the time, I'm in the wider view, all the time. So mind is a tool, mm-hmm. but the difference is the, the, the word I is just, <coughs> is just a functioning of language. It has no potency, no authenticity, it's not supported by anything. Still. There is no
6: I. There is no personal. Mm-hmm. Makes sense? Yes. I think that uh, that is uh, you know language is very limited. Yeah. Uh, to use another way to express it is to be aware, just basically be aware. Yes. <laughs> um, no matter what my activities are and my emotions are, even if it's yes. miserable no matter what, yes. it's not to resist it. Yes. It's just allow it in and out basically. Yes. Um, but not
0: in and out of me. Mm. Y- you see not to personalize it in and
6: out of this body.
0: Exactly okay. y- and you know just just to make sure that the me doesn't come in there doing this, getting it right. right. It's not about that. Right. Y- you see yes. It's like it's the fullness of, 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 of consciousness. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> expressing and knowing the mind. And knowing the language limitation. It's about, yeah, of the mind. It's about you as pure consciousness knowing that they're the limited tools that it has to make this participation
6: in this movie possible. Do you see? Yes, that result. I came all the way from Quebec City (laughs) for this answer. (laughs) Just to, um, because I struggled with it on my day to day uh, existence. Now I really understand it. Oh, I'm so glad you got it. Yeah, great. Thank you so much. Uh, but just uh, one last question. It's okay, I'm taking too much time. Uh, is Papaji was speaking, when I look inside, I see nothing. When I look yes. outside, I'm everything and, and, and I'm love. Yeah. Uh, I'm paraphrasing. Um, now, in terms of the love and compassion, Part of me is deeply connected with humanity, you know, like the, the love energy, the depression energy, or or the fear energy, I all experience it, so if someone else experiencing it, I know exactly how it is. So I connect with that, and the compassion comes from there, and love, too. But then there are times I feel like I do not feel enough, not feel enough. enough Love and compassion you certain times. Uh, Like somebody who is in need of help, but I don't feel, jump to help. I help a lot of times, but there are certain times I just feel, oh, I'm not connected in a way. Why? I'm not feeling the same love and compassion. I think that I connected already, but, I, I see love everywhere in everything. I see divinity, everything, everybody. But there are times I'm just totally not totally, just like not feeling. Ah, uh, <laughs> is there mind? something wrong with that? Yeah, is there something wrong with that? There is something wrong. Is that question? <laughs> yes, I'm aware of it. Um, maybe not. But then I realize, oh, maybe I'm too identified with the I story. You know, too busy to preoccupied with the I to-do's or whatever. Maybe that's possible. Maybe that's what you would say, abide by the self, and then that's where everything merges, the love Yes, everything merges there. And sometimes there'll be a
0: loving gesture, and sometimes nothing will happen. And the mind will come in and say, one is right and one is wrong, or I should be. And it's like, I will have nothing to do with mind trying to improve on that which comes from the stillness. Don't go there. Trust that what arises, if there's movement or no movement, and somebody needing help in front of you and there's no movement, trust it. Have the courage to not trade the wisdom of your divinity, for the sake of an idea of what is right. 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 Because it won't be right. It will be right according to some belief system, because that's all your mind has, has
6: to go on. Right. Can you describe to me your daily life? How, how does it look like? <laughs> is that okay? Practically or inside? <coughs> That's where I
0: start Okay, So when I get up in the morning, well, from about this time of the year on, and now that my back is sort of doable, I go to the beach and have a swim. And I'm home again. And then I start my day. Uh, It involves a lot of computer work. uh, Practical stuff. I might feel a pull to nature and I'll jump into the car and go and walk among trees. Uh, I take about 10 phone calls. I answer maybe, I don't know, 15 emails. Uh, I have lunch. <laughs> I might have to do an errand, go to the bank or something if I'm not travelling or arranging to travel or go to the or something. I cook dinner for myself and my husband. I might chant in the shower. I might turn on some chanting on my phone while I'm cooking or something. Or I could turn on Joni Mitchell and dance if my back is well enough. That's pretty much it.
6: Thank you very much.
0: (laughs) Sure.
7: Hi. Uh, it's great to be here I've had a lot of friends speak very highly okay. um <clears throat> so oddly enough she asked the exact question I was going to ask ah. except you said the inner and the outer life and you talked about the outer life so now my question is really about the inner life um and just to preface that um I mean, I've, I've had some glimpses and, and, uh, in those, <coughs> I, um, uh, uh, I think what, w- what appears most clear is, uh, is, um, sort of catching thought. It's, it's, yeah, there it is. It's going, it's telling the story and, then seeing it and, and, and then it dissipates and then maybe I can go into, maybe I'll go into some presence of, presence is presence, it's, I, I don't know, if, you know, there's no way to describe it, but, um, so I, I wonder, uh, when it comes to, to people who are sort of abiding in truth on a more constant basis, um, is it, is it a lot of this, up uh, there's the story, there's the, there's the, the ego mind, there's the thinking, and because it, it feels like like that's it. Like it's this is this is truth. Truth is seeing that untruth, that lie. I mean I yes, that's, that's a very good way to put it. Yeah. So I'm wondering, I mean, is it, if if you've been abiding in it for for a long time or, or if if you know yeah. does that sort of fall away and there's much more just straight presence or is there still that that's
0: yeah um... yeah but well, um in the early days, or you know before it was embodied, I guess, at the kind of height of of the spiritual practice, but towards the end of the line for the personal eye, there was a ah, I see it, I see it, I catch it, I cut the thought, I cut the thought, and then it moved to like the thought is seen, but it's never stuck, it's never bought so so rather than it's like there's a oh I, I see it, I see it. it's a thought it's like that, that jerk of attention gets completely soft and, and thoughts come and go and they're all the same they're all the same no matter what the story they're all the same they stopped for about two years for me there was no thoughts at all, no nighttime dreams, no daydreaming no fantasy, nothing, nothing, it was just all blank completely just nothing absolutely nothing happening um, and then you know, slowly but surely, going back into the world, it's like, oh gosh, there's 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 thought, but it never, it, it never pushed through and influenced something. Mm. Um, presence, presence empties out. Can can presence be gone from presence? Mm. <laughs> you know, mm. the sense of. The sense of presence, can that be gone from that state? Mm -hmm. Can it get empty? Yeah.
7: You ask me. Yeah. Present. I I I don't know. I haven't experienced it, so I I I can't I don't. That's
0: what needs to happen. That's what needs to happen.
7: Because in presence I I feel like That's it. I don't want it. It's it's everything is exactly okay as it is. I mean, it it feels like I'm not seeing anything. I'm not. There's no. I'm not looking at any manifestations. I'm not looking at. There's no ego attachment. There's no attachment. But it's just. It feels like this. This is it. This is these moments of, of. It's almost like, you know, looking in the mirror without a mirror and seeing non-qualitative self with a capital S yes so
0: yes.
7: It, it feels like I I want to repeat that experience mm-hmm. of course the mind wants to repeat the, that sensation and um, maybe I've
0: turned it into a concept I probably have If and, I'm talking about it right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> sure and, and it can be that mind can turn it into a concept but yet it's there in a prior to concept thing. Do you know, even if it gets turned into concept, it mightn't be gone. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so, so the non-conceptual part, mm-hmm. mind will do its thing, but the non-conceptual part, it needs to get emptier. Let that not be, be not good enough. Mm-hmm. Presence is, is a really good um, starting ground. Sure, and awakening and enlightenment can happen from there, but that's the start. Mm -hmm. Really, it's the start, you know.
7: Yeah. And then, of course, the mind says, well, beyond that, it it must be boring. Yes. (laughs) It must be. I mean, if there's no sense of, I mean, because, okay, there's, you know, normal ego mind is is grabbing and and getting reward and, and feeling good. And then maybe another step is feeling selflessness, feeling the absence of the self, and and that to me feels well to me. There's no need to feel it, but it's you know. So if you're now you're you're talking about something even deeper, the mind says, well, what, "What could that be? And how could any? I mean, how could anything? How could you live there? I don't know. What does it look like? What is it?" Yes. How yes. do you be? Is there so, is there joy? Is there yes. peace? Is there I mean it sounds like there would probably be peace. I don't know where the joy would come from. Where would the joy
0: come from? The mind can't go there. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so that's the critical point of where here's the line. And that that's my mind, and it's going to make a version of of me as pure consciousness, exploring the infinite beyond time and space, beyond presence of what I am. Right? Yeah. And mine can dance a jig and it can do what it's like and it can t- try and grasp and it's like, yeah, 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 fine, whatever. And you go there anyway. Mm-hmm. And in talking about it, it might feel like that there's, there's an either or, that there's two states. There actually isn't. The deeper you go, the more seamless it is. The deeper you go, the more seamless it is. That's the fantastic thing. And that's why nothing is lost or nothing is denied. Because the deeper you go, the more capacity you have to include all of it. That was a gem, it's like, oh my God, that's how, what it, that's, that's why it's, it's, it's all of it. I'm all of it, you see? But presence can't give you that. Because presence is, has a connection to linear time, because it's in the now. And even if you kind of put it outside of time, you know, like Hartali kind of he's trying to put, trying to say that the now that's outside of time, but yeah. a lot of people just have it in the present moment, yeah. you know, and it's like, uh, 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 okay, okay, sp- sp- split through, split through time. Yeah. Okay, there's a sense of presence. All right, so the body wants the sense of presence because it gives it some experience to hang out. But what I am is going prior to that. So if you've got to leave the mind there with like you can't come any further and let it just chew away with whatever thought it's, it's going, oh it's that time and I've got to go and it's like bullshit. And then it's like, okay, the body's abiding, so it's nice and relaxed and it's feeling that everything is absolutely always okay. Now go prior. And there's no splitting. There really isn't a splitting, but mind sees it as a compartmentalization, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Go deeper than presence. Throw it out. Let it be not good enough. Let the body have the experience of it, but you go deeper. Go deeper. What's your reaction when I say throw out presence?
7: Um, Well, two things. One, um, I don't know what it looks like. So so I, I... you know, well, I can try to conceptualize it, but there's no chance of that, clearly, because we've already left the mine uh-huh. a few meters beyond behind. Um, so it's, you know, I understand these things. These are journeys we have to take on our own. So I'm, I'm open, and, and I'm sure this is going to percolate. Okay. In, uh, you know.
0: Okay, I'm glad you put it the way you put it, because I can see what, what 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 might be a hindrance, and and let's let's move <coughs> the way. It's not about setting something up that's prior to presence. It's about removing presence. It's about things going. So, so as long as we've got some, something that has a sensation and presence has a sensation, it's like, okay, now we've got to leave the body and that. That's as good as it's going to get for the body. It's as good as it's going to get. So prior to presence. It's like you give yourself a pointer and what you're doing really is you're detaching from presence. And you as pure consciousness is doing this bit then. Mm-hmm. Do you know? But somehow the awareness of what's prior to presence can register in some part of you. And you'll find language for it. And you'll find a knowing for it, a Kappa the K knowing for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you as pure consciousness is, is, is what kind of shows up to the body-mind. And there's a knowing that it's you as pure consciousness. And the mind is a few meters out there. Mm-hmm you see so you're, you're so right what's, what's it going to set up what's it going to look like how how what can, how can we not set up a concept absolutely can't do it remove the concept that you have remove the presence drop it drop it wide open empty nothing 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 there will be no sense of rest there there would be no sense of anything there Fear often comes up for people. Mm-hmm. That's about it. And then throw that out too. Push through that one too. See through fear. You know it's nothing. See through fear.
1: <laughs>
0: you see, if I use any words at all, I'm building up another yeah. status. And it's not that. It's about removing the statuses. And we have the, we have the fantastic, infinite capacity to somehow kind of hang out there.
7: I'm very intrigued. Great. And, and <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's all I can say because, I, yeah. like I said, I can't, I can't, I can't imagine anything. So I, I, Yeah, that's I'm, right. I'm, I'm intrigued. I, I mean, the, the fact that your testament, you, you yeah. are here saying yeah. yes. Yeah. I've been there. I'm here. Yes. It's, that's right. You, I'm you here. Can, you can come here, here too. It's possible. That's
0: right. It's here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And talking from there happens. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the mind can only bow down to it. Mm-hmm. It can only bow down to it. It's like, hey, I'm my league. That's what mind says, you know. Well, thank you. Sure, you're welcome. I'm going to go to the side of the room and then we'll go
1: over there. Yes. <clears throat>
8: Hi. (laughs) Um, So I guess i will just talk about what my experience is being tonight. Okay. Um, Which is kind of my experience in my life. I feel like I'll be like totally vibing you and with you. And then my contractions are like so huge. And I guess what I'm looking for is like, what's the next step for me on the mountain that can stop those contractions? And, like, I have theories about what they're about, but...
0: Yeah. So, is there a story with the contraction? Or is it energetic? Is it physiological? Is it a memory? Give me a map. It's everything. Like,
1: Hmm.
8: for me, it it manifests physically. Like, I mean, I wanted to ask you a question immediately, but it feels like I'm worried that... I can even operate my body like so it's physically like my circulation goes like it's very in my body um, yeah and just the most disorienting fear and then the fear can dissolve just like that and everything flatlines and goes back to normal but it just it won't it won't release and I feel like in my life I'm like approaching this from various different angles like doing spiritual work for a long time. Um, and also do psychotherapeutic work. And I don't know if the two are in conflict or what the intersection is anymore, if I should just drop all of it. Like, I don't know where I am.
0: (laughs) You're doing okay. (laughs) You're doing okay.
8: Like, is what just
0: habit? The contraction.
8: I... That would be great if it was. <laughs> if it was just something I could just notice as a habit.
0: I'm seeing that it's a habit. There might be another layer behind it, but right now it's like, this is a habit. It's showing up as a habit. Okay. Right now. Like, what do you mean by habit? Just just an automatic reflex that your system, your body-mind has 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 developed this... This way of reacting it, it, like periodically, it just goes into that out of a habit. Right. It's like somebody having a, you know, doing this, twitching their nose, you know, rubbing their nose. And there's that their nose isn't itchy at all, but they're just doing it. It's just habit, it's just a reflex that happens when they're feeling awkward or self-conscious or some little trigger and off it comes. Because here, here's what I'm, here's why I'm saying that. It's like there's a disconnect between the contractual response and the trigger, because anything at all can trigger it. Mm-hmm. And it's the same response, it's the same strong, paralyzing mm-hmm. reaction, but it's it's not completely proportionate to the trigger. So it's like, so this, this is a habitual response. You see? Mm-hmm. Because the trigger doesn't warrant that response. I agree. So then where would it be coming from? Okay, psychotherapeutic work can start digging, 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 and find a story, and find an understanding, and releasing it. Energy work might do it. some repattern, I mean, there's a gazillion things out there. But fundamentally, it's just a habit. Okay. Really, it's just a habit. You might need to do something, but I don't know if digging for a story is going to work on this.
8: I mean, I'm aware of a lot of stories. Yeah. That- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I've but, seen the resolution of those stories from various different perspectives. Yes, but it hasn't
0: changed the habit. It,
8: but it hasn't changed the habit. Like Correct. I feel like I've right. released it on so many ways, yeah. from so many angles, but yeah. I keep on doing the same fucking thing. You keep on things. doing the same thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a habit. Yeah, Something non-verbal would help. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's like it's in your cellular memory, you know? Mm. So, and your, your system is just, do, is just doing this. I have the sense that there's some somebody here who's going to know some, some modality that will help actually. Some somebody in the room's going to name it, I think. Let's see how, how it unfolds. Yes? It
1: took me ten years of dream journaling to become aware of why I got asthma attacks. Okay. And uh, it's like a book. So it was many, many, many Okay. Notebooks full of stuff. Yeah. Um, trauma, lots of trauma in my past. Okay. Uh, and uh, a spiritual journey to redirect myself, plans to become aware of this I and the greater consciousness. Yeah. Where I fit in the big picture. Yeah. I still journal and I'm 28 years now, I think. Yeah. And I don't know who would want to read it besides me. Oh, burn it, (laughs) burn it. Burn the stuff.
5: (laughs) Burn it. Well, I have to read
1: it once just to see where I'm (laughs) at. Maybe. It's quite a thing. But I'm still aware that I'm very psychosomatic. What is it? Someone said I somatize everything. Okay. And I've had major, major illnesses. Yeah. Because of stress.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: And like the next day, I'm like, Oh, I know who I think where this is coming right. from.
0: Yeah.
1: Um Yeah. It was a long, long trip. Yeah. And it took me quite a lot of introspection and reflection during the day about why. Yeah. But then I stopped taking that medication. Now I can have an illness and I don't have an asthma.
0: Yes, well done. You broke the link.
1: Mm-hmm. I did.
0: You broke the link. The long way, bless you, but there was a learning of that too, huh? Oh
1: yeah, I mean, it um, yeah. was pretty, pretty low-level spiritual, I think, before that. Sure, yeah,
0: of course, of course, yeah. yeah. I think kinesiology might do it. That's yeah, very... Reiki, I think. Reiki, you think? Yeah. It's well, I actually
8: work... What's crazy about all this yeah. is I work as an energy healer. I've been ah, doing it for like five years. That's all right. Okay. Yeah. But it doesn't seem to be moving through
0: me. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's fine. Because it, yeah, we, 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 when we're doing that work on on somebody else, it, we can actually be more um, rigidly holding on to something because the energy that moves through good energy workers we need to be very stable to ground it for our client. Mm-hmm. So I've often found that really good energy workers have the stickiest patterns themselves because they're grounding it and stabilizing what's coming through for their patient, the client. Do you see? So it, it tends to be like this until we get a handle on it. And it's like, all right, can I do my work without being without being the grounding, stabilizing force for the person? Can I be completely open and loose and fluid and yet be able to ground it in this person? And how would that look? How would that work in my work? So it could be that part of your contract, we have it, part of your contract as an energy healer is to, is to kind of um, to bridge that gap for your clients. And that that's kind of the price you pay in order to bring it down to the level where it's totally accessible for your clients. Is that making sense?
8: I'm not 100% following you. Yeah. <laughs> I just know that for myself, about like six months ago, or no, I just I keep on having this intuition, like, because there's some last piece that I'm not seeing. Okay. Right? Because I can hold space and I can be, and then I just keep on this habit, keeps on yanking back. Yes. And none of these things that I'm doing seem to be accessing yeah. it. And I've felt actually like I need to stop doing the energy work yeah. for to do a period a of time, time or something. Like I, it's yeah. keeping me from seeing something in myself and I don't know what it, it is. is. It is.
0: Yeah.
8: Okay. It is. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. But I wasn't following what you were saying before that. Either.
0: Okay. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Probably
8: because I'm like asleep too.
0: Yeah, because it doesn't want to be seen. Yeah. Yeah, most likely. So where I reckon it's at... It it feels like there's yeah every part of my body is saying this is it so let's see um, that as an energy worker it's like you've got some kind of an agreement of how 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 you can be that channel really you know that grounding force to give somebody else the amount of light that you give them mm-hmm. so for that to be anchored in you've got this particular scaffolding
1: mm-hmm. this right.
0: capacity to have scaffolding to keep you as the solid channel support for your client, you're providing scaffolding. The scaffolding comes at a price, the price of the contraction. Okay. Because that's the scaffolding showing up. That's the rigidity of the scaffolding showing up. So if your work, you might or might not be able to work as an energy worker without that scaffolding, without that capacity to have paralysis. Mm-hmm. That's how your body is, is, is working it out is keeping you as the grounding force that can pull in the light for somebody. You use it in your work mm-hmm. because your system is 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 you know is is open to that paralysis. Mm-hmm. And that's the very thing that's allowing the light to come through. Mm-hmm. Do you see? hmm So so I'm glad you got an insight that maybe I need to stop energy work for a while. You need to do it in a different way. If you can't you'll have to stop it for a while. Mm-hmm. But you need to do it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um this is a little bit of a parallel thing but I'm I'm just going to tell you this story about somebody else because it it, it, it might or might not help you to see it there's somebody I know who desperately wants a kid desperately wants a baby she's a phenomenal energy worker she's really, really quite extraordinary and um, she's in Ireland and there's no physiological reason why she can't have a kid there's just no reason and yes, she can't because of the energy work she can't mm. because it, it, the baby. I can, you know. There's a kid outside saying, "Nah, nah, <laughs> go in there and have all that stuff running through." Uh, uh I'll need a zone just for me. Mm. Nah. So it's like the kid that she will call in that, that's waiting for her can't handle mm. the work that runs through her when she does it. Mm. She can't give up the energy work, yet she wants a kid like crazy, and it's like a chicken. Which do you really want? Hmm. And she swings and swings and swings and swings and swings and, swings and you know. Hmm. She's 10 years younger than me, so she's now 39 this year. It's like hmm. I'm talking to her about this since she's about 32, 33. Right. Hmm. Okay. So, so that's another example of, of when the energy that goes through it has a price. Hmm. It has a price. So I don't know what your work would look like if you no longer had the frequency that was able to go into paralysis hmm. because we need to lift you out. For, it's like your journey has to become more important than your clients, more yeah. important than your work, yeah. more important than all the package of energy work and all the things that it has given you and shown you. Yeah. Your journey has to become more important. And yeah. well, if that's the priority, all right, it's like, okay, lift my vibration out of this. And if I can no longer serve, so be it. Lift my vibration out of this. Let it go. Yeah. And if, if you need, like, a kinesiologist or somebody to do some repatterning or reprogramming, fine, it'll come. It'll come. But it's about your willingness to, like, whatever has to go, I'm detaching from that. But I need my system to no longer support this habit. Mm-hmm. I think that route might help shake it a bit. Mm-hmm.
8: Yeah, that makes sense. So you're saying like this remaining scaffolding, just like the baby that can't come through. Like I've got like stopping the energy work is going to allow that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Stopping the energy work to like give you the space to say, all right, I'm going to surrender my energy work toolkit. I'm going to surrender the whole lot. If it ever comes back, so be it. If it doesn't, so be it. This is more important. Pull me out of this. I, that scaffolding is done. It's not serving me anymore. It's done. Let it go. And it can change or it can disappear. But this is how we break the habit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The, the thing that needs the habit. It's like someone smoking to calm them down. It's like if we find another way for you to calm down, you won't need to smoke.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know it's very simplistic, but it's that kind of thing. You might or might not find another way to do the energy work, but it's about prioritizing yourself. <coughs> Yeah. Really prioritizing yourself, and that's the shift I'm interested in. It's like is you, is it that you and your own growth more important than anything, anything else? and it's like, all right, take it away. Show me how you're going to take this away. Take this away. Take away the energy work. Take away all of it. Take away all of it. And whatever is is holding that habit, take it away too. Take it away too. And surrender, 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 surrender. And any time the habit comes up, it's like, huh? There goes that habit. All right, body, okay. You, you don't need to do it anymore. That's actually not required. It'll start to break down because it's not required. The energy work is it's definitely over ninety percent of what's keeping it in place. You have a contract there, and, and I I would do a ritual to break the contract. Okay, have to look into that. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. I resign from being an energy worker. Dear God, (laughs) (laughs) dear dear karmic path, call it what you like, dear destiny, you know, I've had enough. It's done. I need to change my blueprint here. So take this away from me.
8: Perfect, so yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah this exactly matches what i've been guided to do so hey, i've just been i' like took down my whole website and everything. I just keeps on coming back but it's and I've always felt like if I could and it just whatever will release that like I feel like and it may come back to helping people in some way but in a completely different way, like in not completely different manipulating way. themselves working with energy. Yeah. You know, and it's not you manipulating yourself. Uh, I know, it's exactly. like a self
0: sacrificing pattern. That's yeah, yeah, the contract yeah. I want you to break. Yeah. There's a self sacrifice in there that's not working anymore. You've yeah. outgrown it. that's it, yeah. So wherever there is self sacrifice across your life, that's going to be uh, the domino effect will be that'll that all have to go to. Wherever you self sacrifice. No more. It's done.
8: Okay, great. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah, it no, I know, huge. I know.
0: Okay, thank yeah, you. You're welcome. Excellent. Exciting shift. We have five minutes to go, have we? No, are we done? Oh, it's half it's nine. Oh. Yeah, do you want to come up? Because Yeah, sure. Is there anybody else bursting? <laughs> Oh gosh. Can you come tomorrow? I want this gentleman to come up, but can, can you guys come tomorrow? Or?
6: I just wanted to say something because I had this really strong guidance coming through me and I didn't want to. It, Shoot it's it. It's not coming from me, it's coming Shoot. from my guys. Yes, but I really think that I have. Um, it's not,
5: when I say I, I think I have a we understand. Really great thing to tell you um, and I can talk to you after. Perfect. It's really beautiful, clear guidance.
0: Wonderful. Yeah, because something was coming from there. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Can Are you coming tomorrow? No okay, let's
2: see how we do. Let's see how we do. Hi Hi. Sorry, I'm sorry about going over, but this is what's happening. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm confused about um, some of the things that you say. Um, and it, my experience is that. Um, I don't have any control. Okay. It just and lately I've been through really difficult things, and it was very clear that the decisions that I thought I was making—I just had no choice. They were just coming out of love. Um, you spoke about the funnel, and that the the, the pure consciousness or the awareness, and then it funnels down, and then there's the mind. So on the one hand, I hear you saying that this action or whatever the motivation is comes down and then the mind claims it. Yes. But on the other hand, I hear you talking about vigilance. Yes. And vigilance, first of all, sounds like a lot of work. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And um, it doesn't sound very relaxing, but um, it, it also sounds like, on the one hand, I hear you saying that there's no control. But on the other hand, you're saying that there is control, you've got to control what you do, you've got to watch your mind and be vigilant and to make a decision based on whatever. Um, And I know that we could say that all of that that happens, including the vigilance, is out of our control. Yes. Um, But I don't want to go on a mental trip with it.
0: Okay, great. Okay. The The way I work is that everybody's path is a bit different. So so I I kind of do my best to kind of read where somebody is at and and see with 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 the with their perception if I can see see for, see the world from where they're looking from to see where the blind spots are and it's do you know what it feels like? It feels like I'm on top of a hill and I've got, I've got a, a, a torch and people are walking, trying to walk up the hill and it's like, there's a stone in front of you, walk this way. But, you know, but somebody else says, there isn't a stone in front of me actually, what's she talking about? Do you know? So it's a little bit like that. Whatever makes sense to you, yeah. that helps you, you take on board. Throw out the rest of it. Let's soften vigilance for you to, like, just alertness.
2: I just see this all happening.
0: Exactly. Just seeing it happening. Because when we stop <coughs> seeing it happening, we can imagine that we're doing it.
2: Oh, I imagine I'm doing it, but then I see that happening. Very good.
0: Is and there...
2: sometimes, um, it's in retrospect. Okay. You know, I'll I'll, I'll do something, yeah. and then five minutes later we'll see... I didn't do it, or I do it. yeah, or I'll think that I'm having I have a choice, and yes. then I realize it's choiceless. Yes, yes. So
0: yes, so the vigil. So I get
2: confused about the way you're counseling people because on the one hand, I hear mm-hmm. you telling them, "Well, you've got a choice. You've got to be vigilant. You've got to make the best choice you can." Yeah, and you do this or you don't do this, yeah. depending. Yeah, and so that totally confuses me yeah. in terms of trying to understand you. Yeah. Because it doesn't fit for me, yes, and I almost didn't come here because okay. of this issue. Okay, and then, choicelessly, I decided to come here, <laughs> or the okay. decision was made. Well. So, um, and I don't want this, yeah, between us to be a mental thing. Yeah, uh, perfect,
0: perfect. Okay. So, if if you were to kind of Make that gap between you doing it and then you realizing that you you had no option. You just thought you were doing that. Do you know the way you're doing yep. something and then you pick yep. it up retrospectively? Oh, oh God, I I got caught there. You know? Yeah. If we were to make that gap shorter,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that might require a bit of vigilance for you to spot the blind spot, for you to see. So, where does the
2: decision to have vigilance come from?
0: Yeah. This is the thing.
2: It's choiceless. Whether I have vigilance or not...
0: It's choiceless when you're seeing, when you've already seen it. But the vigilance would be applied to the fellow who gets caught. Whether it's the five minutes before you see, oh, gosh, I thought I was doing that for a moment, for five minutes. The vigilance would be during that five minutes. That's the only place it would make sense. Because if that five minutes of a blind spot... Of you imagine you're doing something. If vigilance is applied there, it's gonna reduce and disappear.
2: So okay, so then it sounds like now it sounds like you're saying we have to be that you're counseling vigilance um to see that you're really not doing things or that these things are choiceless or uh-huh. whatever. Uh-huh. But um in other times that you've said be vigilant, it's uh-huh. it sounds like you're saying Be vigilant. Don't make this choice. Make that choice. Yes. So then it's a whole different vigilance because now you're making a a decision of what to do. Yes. And then who's doing that? That's right. And that's totally totally confusing to me because for me doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't come like that for me. Yeah. And um, like I, I have some of the issues that some of the other people talk about about not knowing what I want to do. And as soon as I have an idea about what I want to do, it just it doesn't work. I mean, it's just you know, it's just a mind. I, I, even if I follow it, it doesn't work. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And then when I do something, it's just it just comes.
0: Yeah, from but, another place.
2: Yeah. yeah, but I can't. You know, I can't decide that I'm going to be vigilant and watch my mind and very, like, you know, it just yes. it just.
0: Yes. Then throw out. And that. and.
2: This I think the whole thing is a, is a really great mystery and a paradox, and I can't explain the way I just know who I am, uh-huh. and and at the same time I know that I'm this person, uh-huh. and those things coexist and I can't explain it. Uh-huh. There's no way. Um, I don't know. If I'm just.
0: I don't feel. You see, for myself, I don't feel there's any mystery. I don't get that there's mystery. It just. It just. It's really clear. It's just clear. That's my own experience of of how it works. It's like... It's similar to yourself. You you know who you are, and yet there's that body-mind. It's like it's seamless, and different things are appropriate at different times. There's no gap. There's no... There's no... um, There isn't a, a, a difference between the different levels in my own experience, so I don't hear the contradiction. It's just the different things are valid at, at different times. They're valid at different times. They're never true. None of them are true, but they're valid at particular times.
2: Okay, when I saw you in Boston, I, if I recall correctly, you spoke about a sexual issue for yourself. And... Um, it sounded like, like you had to make choices, and, and that was important. So, from what you're saying now, it would seem as though it was, a, I don't know what you want to call it, a growth or a shift, where before it sounded more like choices, and now it seems seamless.
0: Yeah, because that was the final desire breaking down. The final desire was, was around sex. It's the most potent one, it's like,
2: you know. Tell me about it. Yeah, sure.
0: So I I did have uh, an experience of I need to actually decide am I done with this or am I not? I need to decide that because the I was the one who wasn't done with it. So the I, the only way it could surrender itself was by surrendering the thing that made it feel it was alive. So the I had to surrender it. Of course, even at that time, somehow it was known that I was doing none of it. Okay. Of course. But, but, yeah, but this the is the technique. One. Yeah. Because it was valid there. Do you see? It's like, it's like the I is going to imagine that, okay, I'm done with that. I'm not playing with that anymore. It's just not worth it. Take it away. And the I felt it said that, but something was
2: watching that. Right, because in our lives we have to we have to make what seem like conscious choices all the time. Otherwise you can't function. You
0: got it. You got it. It seems like we make choices all the time. That's it. So it's like to leave space for that.
2: Yeah, because sometimes it sounded to me as though you were counseling people to actually make a choice and which is not the same thing as counseling them to make a choice and see that they're not.
0: Yeah, yeah. If the eye is alive, yeah. And then to be able to seamlessly move through when I make a choice and when I not make a choice, you figure it out. Everything is valid some of the time. And this kind of approach of, of the different levels allows us to kind of expand our view and embrace all of it. <clears throat> It's kind of a bit of a trick.
2: You said that you still have to be vigilant. So is that effortful? It sounds very effortful. No, it's
0: not at all. It's just that vigilant, alert maybe. I'd be alert.
2: But you can't choose that.
0: (laughs) It feels like the body-mind chooses it, Uh but I know I'm not. Okay. but I can allow the body-mind to have that sensation. Of course. You see? You have
2: no choice about that either.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't from there, but the eye thinks it does, or right. the body-mind character thinks she does.
2: Right.
0: And I've no problem with her imagining that. No. Because it's known that it's not real. Okay. And that never leaves. Okay. You know?
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That fits. Okay. Good. Thank you. Sure. Mm-hmm. Thank you, lady. I,
9: that <laughs> um, I wish I. I wish I knew how to articulate my question, and that's going to be the hardest thing. So I'm going to just throw it at you. Go for it. Um, so I saw you in 2013 when you were in Toronto, and I was quite upset. There was uh, family trauma, uh, for me and. I don't remember a lot of what you said, (laughs) to be honest, Um, but I've done a lot of, uh, you know, I've had insights, I've had glimpses, I've done a lot of reading. Non-dualism really speaks to me. Um, What I found myself experiencing since that time is a sense of like detachment or uh, disassociation with things around, which from what I read is maybe a good thing, but it doesn't feel like awakening. It feels just, um, the tone is wrong. And I'm looking for what I've been reading. I think I might have said this to you a few, but I was probably not ready. Um, that I want what you have. I want what the uh, what I've been reading about the peace, the freedom, the, that kind of thing. And it's and it's something else. And it's uh, like I can see the story playing out. And it's actually kind of a beautiful story these days. Um, I, I can see the the action figure. You know, uh, excited about this and maybe shocked about that, and and I, I feel t- disassociated from it. Uh, but it's not, it's not peace, and it's not. I don't, you know, I'm looking for. What about that vision of everything is one, and you know that it's all perfect the way it is, and and God is love and all of that stuff. And go go for it. <laughs> you, you're looking for the experience, then to get better. Probably the. If, if it's if, if I'm yeah, I think so, even though it's good, the story's good yeah. but the the person the vision yeah. is not not enough it's
0: yeah so the desire for juice for a good experience
9: maybe has to be dropped ah oh. Mm-hmm. All right. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because the desire is
0: what, is, is what can bring you back into an idea of how it should be, and sure, your mind is not a clue. Our minds don't have a clue of, of 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 what it's like without itself.
9: Right. When it's not running the show, it doesn't. Right. Know what that is the all Yeah. So, and I've got that insight too that I okay. don't know. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what even I'm asking for, and sometimes, and I do on occasion have certain terrors that come up like the, like I've never known before and they're not really related to anything necessarily real that are going on but I just I don't know so I keep myself extremely busy to beat that stuff down and so I'm not looking at it like when you say don't entertain it or whatever I literally get busy so that I'm not trying not to look at certain thoughts and mm. uh Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah you literally get busy
9: well I mean I've heard you say not to to be vigilant about seeing something as you know uh, just a thought and that's okay but yeah. anyway I, I do try to look the other way I yeah some things are not so it's pleasant like, and they're not constructive they don't seem yeah so you haven't seen through them really maybe not that maybe maybe not that maybe not fully because if there's
0: avoidance going on, it's not going to work. That's hard work.
9: Yeah, to, like, it is shift away from. That. I do ten thousand steps a day, just avoiding terror. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I'm sorry. I'm, you know what? Fine. I'm
0: fine.
5: Stay, Stay there.
0: Yeah.
9: Stay there. <laughs> I really like your attention too. That that's the other thing I'm finding. Um, I, I watch you interact with the other, you know, people, and I feel that there that. I'm just enjoying this, so thank you.
6: Sure, you're very welcome.
9: And I remember last time I talked to you I had an urge to get off the stage too. Just, yeah, yeah, just to so, Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um it might be worth seeing what, what's at the core of terror. Because it, it's got a bit of potency. It's it's something that's taking a lot of effort to be avoided. Uh And vigilance is more like, "Ah, oh, there's that thing going up again." Uh, you know? And if vigil- vigilance is, it kicks in because we see something and we see through it, rather than being caught in it and, and then recognizing, "Oh, I got caught in that." Vigilance allows us to see it very early on, because there's just an alertness. We're just watching. We see it very early on, right? To get you to that point of where there's a softness around, ah, there's, there's, there's terror, there's that emotion trying to do its dance. I'm so bored with it. It's like no no interest in me at all. But right now, it's like, woof, that can just grab me and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta push it away. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to see you going right into the terrors. Yeah, yeah to demystify it, to, to take it off its pedestal, to see through it. I'd do it with somebody if I was you.
9: Yeah. You know,
0: because it's easier to go in if you know somebody will, like, <sighs> yank you out if it hits the fan, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <coughs> Just to have that kind of solidarity.
9: Well, that reminds me that the, the crisis I was in when I saw you had to do with facing certain amounts of my personal fears, and I did successfully face them. I thought mm. and maybe this stuff is residual. Maybe you know that I thought I faced it all. Maybe I didn't. Yeah, um, it could
0: be just the fear itself that's still in your system. Do You know mm-hmm. that that you're able to just trigger that ah, that cortisol. That right. You just you're just able to trigger it easily. You know. Right.
9: I go after terror. Oh my god. Okay, all right. I don't want to keep anybody any longer, do it. Thank you? Thank right. you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Very welcome. It's fine. It's
0: fine. Thank it's fine. you. Good night. Good night. Okay. okay, everybody all right? Sartre? Okay, thank you for coming out this evening and for finding the venue. And we're here tomorrow at 10:30 Alright, 10.30 until 5, we just take breaks and whatever, you know, have snacks during the day and bring a lunch if you want to hang around here or there's loads of restaurants nearby if you don't know this part of town. We'll make it work, but we kick off at 10.30 in the morning. Alright, so sleep well and
1: uh, see you in the morning. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Thank folks. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.